Uh, hey, Tomahawk, what's up? Hi, hello, hello. Oi, bruv, it's me. I'm Tomahawk. Is this your new thing? What thing are you talking about, bruv? I feel like you have a new thing every episode. Like, next week you're going to do a German accent. This week you're doing, like, a British hood accent. Maybe. There's no way of knowing what I'm going to do next. I'm unpredictable. You sound like Russell Crowe and Gizzy Rascal, the grime artist. Maybe I am. You can't see me. I could be anybody. You're right. I I can't see you. It's very possible uh, that your whole body structure has changed. Mm-hmm. It has been... When was the last time you actually saw my face, Brian? How long You're right. Uh, I don't... We don't do Zoom calls anymore. It's been a minute since you've been a guest on Pitcher Podcast. It's been a minute. Yeah, I see you're doing it back, but not on... You're back to doing it, but not on YouTube? Yeah, those episodes are taking too long for me to edit. They, I was frequently spending like eight to ten hours a week editing those. And oh. I have some other projects that I'm uh, working on. Is Trish you, uh, here, or is she just not here? I just messaged her. Okay. Uh, we'll see if she's here. Canonically, I'm in love with her. I do have a friend, a special little friend who might be joining us. Oh, uh, yeah. what's their name? It's Dawson. Oh, yeah, Dawson. Yeah, yeah. You've seen him in episodes of Pitch a Podcast, right. I think. Yeah. yeah, Richard Dawson from the <laughs> Family Feud. <laughs> Sure, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to pretend that I've ever seen a family feud that wasn't hosted by Steve Harvey. Like, I know that he's not the first. And I I know that it was at one point hosted by the guy that played Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. But I don't know that guy's real name. Louis Anderson? I don't know. Oh, Trish just joined us. Perfect. <gasps> Yeah, hi. Thank you. Hi, Trish. Hi. Trish, did you hear Tomahawk's working on a feature-length film? (gasps) Wow. She wouldn't have heard that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right. I know uh, Tomahawk mentioned it to me in a DM and didn't mention it on the podcast yet, so I am very curious what the feature-length film is all about. Yep. Me too. I'm kidding. It's a, it's going to be a horror comedy. Uh, we're working out some of the uh, finer details from there. Uh, we know that <clears throat> there's going to be like uh, two people that move into a house that's spooky and haunted and possessed by demons. And after the demons try to harass them to get them to move out or maybe kill them, I haven't decided yet. Uh, the two people come together and say, you know, this house is really spooky. You know what we should do? We should throw a murder mystery themed dinner party for our friends because it's a spooky house. And when are we going to have this kind of opportunity again? So uh, they invite their friends over and everyone's kind of like 
each character is playing a character. So they'll be like, hi, I'm Dave. But tonight I'm Inspector Tyler Custard and I'm looking for clues. And then like thunder, lightning, thunder, lightning, lights go out, lights come back on. There's somebody that's just like decapitated. Uh, oh, that's that's a perfect name. Uh, yeah, so somebody's uh, gets uh, killed when the lights go out, and then both the hosts—they're on opposite sides of the room—and they're just like, "Wow!" They actually, the other host, uh, went through all the effort of getting like a special effects budget just to surprise me with it. That's so cool! Yeah. What a nice guy. Have you ever seen the Jason Bateman comedy Game Night? I'm aware of it. I've seen clips. I've never seen the full thing. It's one of the few movies um, that's like a, a comedy movie where people were like, wow, the cinematography is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Like, because comedies famously have terrible cinematography, like sitcoms. Uh, yeah, sitcoms. Like, I'm definitely aiming for, like... Everybody else, all the guests to the party, I want it to feel like a legitimate horror movie. The only people that are like living in a comedy film are the two hosts, and I want the rest of it to be very spooky. Mm-hmm. What uh, kind of spookiness? Like demons. They're probably going to meet Satan. I haven't fully decided yet. We're still working out um, the actual script right now. But uh, it is something that I am actively working on. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah, super exciting. I hope, you know, you do, you get to do film festivals and, like, um, oh, did you hear everyone's talking about Fletch with John Hamm? I have heard about this, yeah. The, the thing they're talking about is the fact that it is a movie that got, like, a $20 million budget from a major studio and zero dollars were spent on marketing so it's only word of mouth that's passing the film around which is insane because john ham was just in top gun one of the highest grossing films of all time huh yeah did you guys like top gun um liked i think is the perfect word for it as someone who has not seen the original top gun um, apparently, like, three of the guys from Top Gun are already in a second, completely unrelated military film. Hmm. I gotta say, I have to say, I got to. Uh, the standout star of Top Gun Maverick is Miles Teller's mustache. <clears throat> I was, uh, I, I was gonna say the exact same thing. That mustache stole every scene it was in. I giggled literally every time it was on screen. Because, like, you know that scene in Fant Four Stick with Miles Teller where he... um, Where he changes his face? Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Imagine that scene, but he also has a fake mustache for no reason. And it's like, either one of those, it wouldn't work. It was both that was the key to the disguise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't believe that there's another person out here that has watched Fan Forstick. In theaters. 
Me, me too. Yeah. Oh man. I was, when I was, was a kid. A when I was a kid, one of my favorite films of all time was you know the Chris Evans Fantastic Four. Interesting. So, it, if it were up to me, they would make a third movie in that series rather than Fantastic. I didn't like those movies. The fan, uh, either of them, like either franchise. I didn't like Fan Forstick and I didn't like the Jessica Alba, uh, Chris Evans ones either. Especially mm-hmm. part two. Like, those are the movies that made me go, do I not like superheroes? Did I just like Spider Man? Was that a fluke? No, no. That, I believe, all that's entirely on the director, Tim Story. Because you yeah. know what, what Tim Story's most recent film was? What was it? The live-action Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, wow. You know, honestly, it's just nice that he's still out here getting work. Yeah. By the way, don't watch the new Tom and... What was that? Sorry, what? I have exciting news, too. Uh, A friend of mine um, is going to be in a Broadway play called The Cost of Living. That's really nice. Oh. Yeah, she's actually uh, an understudy, and um, it's a play about disability... And um, she she actually is in a wheelchair, and um, she was a director in Colorado of her own um, theater that was primarily cast of uh, disabled actors. So it's just really exciting that she's going so far. Yeah, there's right. nothing well, to do with yeah. <laughs> Good, uh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Her you name know. is Reagan Linton. Put in the chat bar. So yeah, that is. That's exciting. Super, exciting super mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. So I, I was about to say, before, um, like the new live action Tom and Jerry film sucks, but that new animated Tom and Jerry in New York show on HBO Max is actually really good. So, do not watch Tom and Jerry, the live-action film. Do watch Tom and Jerry in New York on HBO Max, unless they, of course, remove it for tax purposes. We love that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love the fact that I'm never going to watch Batgirl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm also more upset that I'm not going to see that Scooby-Doo Halloween movie. I'm sorry, Significantly more upset, I would say. Yeah. Also, season three of Little Ellen, fully produced, not coming out. Oof. Poor thing. We love Ellen. Yep. Right? That's yeah. That's the official stance of this show. We love Ellen. We <laughs> love and support all of Ellen's endeavors. Mm-hmm. She is the perfect human being. We all strive to be more like Ellen DeGeneres. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If if this was a Zoom call, I would get very mad at people that would look me in the eye. Well, I you got to start doing this as a Zoom call, man. Yep. <laughs> and then we all get mad at each other for making eye contact. Yeah, I I can't look people in the eyes. Yeah, I I have uh, my computer uh, monitor turned off. See, I always get shy and look down at my own feet, and people think, like, 
that I'm staring at their feet. Because uh, you have a foot fetish. I don't not have a foot fetish. Okay, yeah. Was he expecting what? a laugh there? Because that just sounded like a sincere moment. There's no, truth in comedy. I want to know if you truth. have a foot fetish. <laughs> let's, um, let's get on with the first sketch, Trish. Uh, can I get you to play the doctor? Or, no, no, I'm sorry. Trish plays the patient, I play the doctor. Okay. I gotta open this up. Okay. Trish, Trish, yep, Trish. I'm good Trish. to go now. <laughs> what? Uh, Trish, are you ready? <laughs> Is anybody reading the narration? There's no. I'll I'll do uh that. I'll I'll do the interior doctor's office day. <laughs> and I will be present. I'll be listening intently and enjoying yes. every moment. Yes. Okay. Doc interior doctor's office day. Doc, I think I have breast cancer. I need a second opinion on this. Love. Ugh. This is my least favorite part of the job. Excuse me? I mean, it, it could be my most favorite. What? I mean, my least favorite is telling people that they have cancer. My most favorite is telling people they don't. Doctor quickly grabs a wind chest. What the fuck? Sorry. Sometimes when a patient doesn't want a vaccine and it, and it gets awkward, I just give it to them when they aren't expecting. Well, get back in there. You weren't thorough enough. Yeah, uh, yes, ma'am. Doc gets much closer and much more thorough. Did you call me ma'am? That is neither here nor there. Please stop breaking my concentration. Okay. Let's go. Pulls back. I think it's malignant, but we will need to wait and see what the mammogram says on the matter. Well, now let's get to why we're really here. Snaps glove. Your prostate exam. Doctors get them too. You mean cancers, right? Of course. And scene. <laughs> I'm sure that was fun for you. <laughs> I thought the accent was really fun. That was a great accent. Where where were you trying to sound like you were from? <laughs> I think I was going for the southern bit. Oh, really? I heard a bit of New Zealand. Interesting. <laughs> New Zealand. There's a lot real... of southern accents, you know. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm, I tend to switch accents whenever I'm uncomfortable in a talking situation. <laughs> or if I'm trying to be clever. Like, just in regular conversation. I'm sorry, you think a southern accent makes you sound more sophisticated? <laughs> no, I'm trying to avoid anything awkward by changing my my regular accent. Right, you must excuse her. Obviously, she comes from a very different part of the country with very different customs. Hey, can I can I interrupt? Can I ask a question? 
Uh, Johnson's having a hard time getting in. How would you go about troubleshooting this for him? Okay, that usually means he's on Safari or Edge. This uh, Ooze Bear only works with Chrome. Okay. Oh. Are you on Chrome, uh, baby doll? Back to me and my accents. Yes. Um, so I hope that uh, I don't get felt up in the next exam. I'm just saying. Right. That's why they have the machine that does it for you. Uh, similar to the invention of the stethoscope to prevent women from to prevent men from touching their ears to women's breasts. Well, I mean, as long as I don't get full blown pap smear on my ass, I mean, <laughs> I would come here to get you know my vajayjay thoroughly looked at. Reminds me to get my vajayjay thoroughly looked at. Where'd I put that? Somewhere around here, it's in a drawer or something. But JJ, come over here and lick Daddy's face. Are you Daddy? Uh, yeah, I'm the Daddy of a fur baby named JJ. Fur babies are gross. How dare you? You don't like dogs. I don't like babies. You don't like babies of any kind, so you don't like puppies. Well, it's a pup. It's not a fur baby. When I when I hear fur baby, I think of a baby covered in fur. You think of a wear baby? Yes, a wear baby. Would you? So, assuming that your first film, you know, goes great and you become the new like Jordan Peele, right? You become a comedy yeah. horror auteur. Yes. Um, is your second film going to be titled Wear Baby? I actually already have a sequel planned. It's a completely uh, different concept where the first one's paranormal, the second one won't be. It'll be straight slasher. But I have been trying to figure out what I will do for a trilogy, so maybe I could bring Weird Baby into the third part. Hmm. See, it, it, it would be really crazy if you do take off and people like, listen to this podcast and like where's where baby because like kevin smith uh i don't know if you listen to all of kevin smith's podcasts uh, he once said in a podcast i'm my next film is going to be called moose jaws it's jaws but with a moose and it's on his imdb even though he only said it once <laughs> he might have no intentions of making moose jaws <laughs> It does. It sounds scary, though. You know. Oh yeah. Like a moose hunting you down. I I'd be, yeah. I'd be spooked. By the way, I just want to talk about this real fast. This is not funny. This is not intended to be comedic. I I saw Jaws in 3D because they did like a re-release. And, oh when? Uh, this past Friday, I believe. Oh. And I didn't know it's was, out now. It was good. I love that movie. I love that movie so much. Was the 3D conversion, uh, did it enhance the film at all? Or? Nope. Of course not. So it it wasn't distracting, right? It wasn't distracting. Because I, I know that's like... the best thing that you can say about a 3D effect, is that it was not distracting. Hmm. 
I, I thought it looked really dark, like they should have adjusted the brightness to compensate for the tint from the from the 3D glasses. Mm. So going back, Dawson is on Chrome. Any any thoughts? Um, I don't know. Tell them to go to oozbear.com and click on air and re-enter that way. Okay, is Dawson your friend? Dawson is my friend, yes. Very good. Is he is he the one who does the um YouTube channel with you? Uh he's been in a couple of my videos, but he's not like uh he's not the co host of Pitch a Podcast. That's a different guy. Was he in uh the short film where he played your dead grandpa? He is the he is the grandpa, yeah. He plays ghost grandpa. Right. He says he's restarting his laptop and trying again. Well, we're excited. You're going to love him. He's one of my favorite people in the universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Ryan, have you given any more thought to your videoing the sketches? Um, I I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you were on um, my event like two Sundays ago and you said that you're interested you're learning how to like do YouTube videos or something and you want to tape sketches, record them. Sounds beautiful. I want it. You don't remember that? Right. Yeah. Like if, um, four people, uh, like agree to do a sketch and they all have a white background and I try my best to edit it together. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. That would be very exciting. I and I'm interested. <laughs> right. We just need and to that's find the first Ozzy. time Brad's ever heard that a girl was interested. Boom, got him roasted. Oh goddamn dare you. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was actually on a long line um uh-huh. and I farted and this guy was like, This fat ass over here just farted. And I thought that's the meanest a guy is going to be to me, you know, this month. And I was wrong. <laughs> well, how loud was your fart, to be fair? Well, I was standing up, so I couldn't, you know, tamper it down with a chair. Gotcha. Right. But how loud was it? Come on. Scale of one to ten. One silent, ten air horn. I guess a Six. So, like, that, he definitely heard it. When it happened, you went, okay, the people around me have heard this. Right. But, like, most of the people were like, ugh. Like, they thought it was annoying, but they move <laughs> on with their lives in the brief second between me farting and this guy ratting me out and yelling about it to everyone. He got a lot more dirty looks than I did. So it wasn't a queef. <laughs> Not that day. <laughs> I have to say that word. It's so weird. You should have turned to this guy and told him, actually, that was a queef. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I hate is that I now have multiple stories of me pooping myself in public. 
That's great. Well, uh, one of them, a couple of years ago, I was in a Costco and I pooped myself a little bit, and then I made it to the toilet for most of it, right? But I still took my pants off, and I take the underwear, and I don't know why I did this, because it makes no logical sense when you think about it for, like, more than two seconds. I kick the underwear to the stall next to me, and then I pull okay. my pants back on. And I'm think, and I, I still have no idea why I did that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I clean myself off, right? Uh, and I and I bolt out of the Costco as soon as possible. And I'm like, why? What am I preventing for, with the idea for kicking the underwear into the stall next to me? What event would happen if someone like? Notice that I left my underwear on the floor of the Costco, right? Yeah. Is that yeah. someone's job to to check if someone leaves their underwear on the floor? <laughs> just leave and, and you're I, like, I, I, I just let off a bomb in here. And then people will be like running because they'll think it's a real bomb. <laughs> no, that only happens in an airport. No one wants to bomb a Costco. <laughs> I've heard that they've had to like evacuate restaurants and whatnot before for people saying that. Yeah, because they just like they let off a really big, you know, deuce in the, in the toilet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in a weird mood. Right. See, that's why I prefer the phrase "I drop the kids off at the pool," or. <laughs> Because it's like the worst thing that could happen from that phrase is people assume you have kids. Which is pretty gross. That's pretty terrible. I don't want anybody to assume something like that about me. Right. I mean, what's worse than fur babies is just regular babies. (laughs) Disgusting. All right. So uh, I think I've talked about this before. I work at Target, right? And No, you work at Target. Sure. Have and, some self-confidence. You work at Target. Uh, that somehow feels worse. Anyway, frequently they'll have me working over in the uh, baby section, and I hate the branding for almost everything over there. It makes my brain feel like it's on fire. Uh, one of the things that I found recently was this thing that's supposed to help your baby pass gas. And on the package, it says, tap that gas. And I'm like, I... We cut to Tomahawk <laughs> pitching the tap that gas to the ad executives. <clears throat> All right. So you will find that people who have kids love sex. And they love words that uh, uh, and phrases that indicate... Uh, sexual uh, situations, common common expressions. Uh, sure, instance, but do they want their babies to be aware of those phrases and the connotations there within? Babies are completely unaware of any connotation at all. I don't know if you are aware of this, sir, but statistically speaking, babies are the dumbest demographic. They I have like no understanding of anything. Uh, well, what's dumber than a baby? Uh, someone from Georgia. You're not going to believe this, sir. There are babies in Georgia. 
oh, wow, never mind. The babies in Georgia have got to be the dumbest babies. There's there's certainly a possibility. I, I haven't looked into it statistically uh, based on, uh, like, IQ and geography. Uh, okay, but, so you are inferring that if a couple has a baby, that means that they uh, enjoy sex. If kids – okay, uh, kids, everybody here, sit down. Uh, we're going to go over the talk. Babies only come through the act of reproduction, a.k.a. sex. Therefore, we can assume every parent must have had sex. There will be some outliers, but on the whole, we can assume that. All right? With that in mind, we can use these sexual phrases, these connotations to our advantage. So that's why I think we should use the tap that gas line on the packaging for this, because it will tell parents that like, yeah, you're, you're still fun. You're still, you're an adult, you have a life. And uh, while they have uh, to take care of their child, this disgusting uh, sack of flesh that uh, does nothing but uh, cry and poop. I think that this is the right way to go. See, my fear, I have, I have a couple fears. Mm-hmm. One is, uh, you know, puritanical Christian right parents who believe that sex should only be for reproduction. I don't think they're going to get tap that gas. Or if they I, do understand it, they're not going to like it. I, I, Based on what you just said, sex just for reproduction, that is technically what we're saying we are referring yes but to if you're having sex for reproduction the correct way you yes. would not be tapping that ass right the ass would have no factor uh in the uh concoction whatsoever sir sir do you have kids no i do not then i have to assume i have to assume that you are a virgin. Okay, that's... Look, me and my husband do not conform to heteronormative ideas of reproduction, okay? We don't want to adopt kids, right? But we have a very healthy sex life. See, I don't believe you. You don't believe me? I don't. Your boss telling you to your face the truth. Correct. You, you say it's the truth, but I can say anything is the truth. Watch this. I, your employee, uh, I am pooping my pants right now. But that's not true. But that statement of me saying it's not true is true, unless it wasn't true, in which case none of it's true. Well, um, okay, so yeah. you're okay. You're still confusing me in order to put a sexual innuendo on a device which helps babies pass gas, which for the record, I don't think that device should exist, right? Um, if you I, had children, I think you would, uh, you would, uh, you'd, you'd change your mind on that. Okay, why is there a device that helps babies pass gas and how is it more effective than just burping them? Okay, um, how do I start this? You understand that burping and farting are different processes, right? Right, let's but you're... Start, let's start there. 
do you okay. do you know that burping a baby that you is fart the through your process mouth? of you know slightly patting them on the back to aid digestion right and the result of that is a burp it's called burping uh but it doesn't always result in a burp right That is because, that is because, sir. Okay, look, you got me. You got me. I, I don't actually care. Clean up I don't an actually care about it. Clean up an aisle Oh, my nine. God. Hi. Um, sir, why did we have this, this meeting in a Target? Look, okay, I wanted to see how the item looked on store shelves it looks completely worthless, uh, covered in bad sexual innuendos, right? I yeah, let's go ahead and read I, out all I, the other sexual innuendos. You said it's covered. I just had the one. So please uh, read out to me the other sexual innuendos that are on, on the package, please. Okay, baby got back, back got gas. There's... Okay, that sounds good. There's a... Get your baby to have less junk in their trunk. I feel like the opposite of what the sexual thing is, but all right. Go ahead. Uh, and my anaconda don't want none <laughs> unless is that you laugh your on the box? No. That laugh on the box? Okay. I couldn't tell if that was like in the writing. So I think I finally found a thing that's going to sway you. I think no, I got you it. don't. I do. I, I have it. Look, I know that uh, you and your husband have an open relationship. I know this. No, we don't. Open. Cool. Yeah. I've not right. shared that information with anybody at this office. But you have I, – I do know that. I know that's a true thing. Because – Okay, and look, about the point. Okay. I was first. Let me say how how I know. You guys brought a special third person into the bedroom about a year ago, and uh, that happened to be uh, my at the time girlfriend. It's not a big deal. Like uh, we were also in an open relationship. It was fine. It was it's cool. So, like I know. Obviously, we met at a holiday party. I know that even though that you're married, you guys are open, and you're open to new experiences. Let's just say that these lines on the, on the box can help you interact with all the MILFs in your local area. Huh? 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 I don't – okay. So, like, you can think about it like this. Like, you, you, see, you see a hot MILF nearby, and you, think, you say uh, to yourself, yeah, I'd tap that gas. And then Milf says, what? And you go, oh, I, I'm sorry. I was just reading this box. And now you're in a conversation with the Milf that you want to talk to. Okay, right. But I don't want a Milf that thinks I have a child, right? Why not? Well, uh, there's just no reason for me to be in a baby guile. And I think uh, that eventually something really awkward would happen where uh, she... <laughs> 
uh, like we met when you were buying baby stuff, but I, I come to your house and there's only one bedroom. There's no crib anywhere. No baby pictures. That's a little weird, right? Then you go to her house. What's the big deal, man? Yeah. I'm seeing. Look, there's a MILF right there. Let's go go talk no. to that MILF. Uh, go mm. talk to her. Look, I'm Fine. staring at Fine. her. Hi. Hi there. Oh. Hi there. Hi. Um, Please move out of the way so we can talk to MILF. Then you're in the way. Hi there. Um, no. It's okay, buddy. You got this. You got it. Uh, but her kid's right there. You don't know that it's her kid. It's just a kid that's right maybe, there. Maybe she's like an aunt taking care of the kid for the weekend. You know what? I think best case scenario, she kidnapped that kid. She gives him a little wave. You think that's the best case scenario? <laughs> I don't think that's the best version of this. Do you have like, something there in your hand? Uh, yeah, it's my dick. No, no, I didn't oh say my. that. Oh no, I'm so bad at this. Hi, hi, uh, ma'am. Yeah. Hello. Uh, you're not gonna believe this, but this is um, this is actually my boss, and we <laughs> are boss. here. He's my boss. Uh, and not we for are much here. longer. He's um. He's the head of a company that deals with, like, uh, baby products. And he himself likes to sort of, like, get into the mindset of somebody with a sort of juvenile uh, sense of humor, that kind of thing. I think that's – he's working his way down from his actual age. So he's at, like, a teenage age mentally right now. But he's working his way all the way down to, like, being a baby so he can think about – what a baby's wants and needs would be so we can anticipate those needs and make products for them right mm -hmm. so you could sort of think of him as a boss baby yeah i feel that i am an entrepreneur let's, oh really yeah that's great what uh yeah. what, what's your what's your business like, um it's condoms for baby dolls you make Sir. what Sir. for what condoms for baby dolls do baby dolls have penises that you can put condoms on? Some of them do. It's Not a that vaginal mesh, okay? People are hand. putting their lings in the wrong places, thinking that, you know, these dolls are available for whatever. And we wait. have to protect the baby and the person, obviously. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, wait. So the, this product, it's for adults that put their penis in baby dolls? I do have some follow-up questions, if I'm being honest. Like, I I feel like all of them are, are you a pedophile, right? I, I don't think that's necessarily true. But I have to ask, like, what's, what's, what's the condom doing here? Like, it's not preventing STDs. It's not preventing pregnancy. What's the point of it? Right. It would be very weird if I was making condoms for adult sex dolls. It's a sanitary glove, basically, okay? It covers, you know, the... Well, I just want to hear what he has to say about babies, okay? I What I have to say about babies is that babies are gross and weird, and I don't like them, and I don't like people who have babies. 
What do you meter. got in your hand, though? You got some kind of... He what already is, said Right, the fart stick. machine, that's what you mean. Yeah. I have the, the, um, the machine that makes babies fart. You want to... Um, Tomahawk, how does it work exactly? How does it, how does it work? That's a how great does it question, function? Sir. All right, so uh, let's let's get a baby. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get a baby. Runs away. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> give me that. I'll give it back. Just give. <laughs> what the hell, man? I, I I need it for just a minute. Okay, that's my kid. <laughs> I need the baby's farts. Give me. You'll get it right back. Okay, run back. Okay. All right, look, I got this baby right here. See this baby? Okay. Okay, so you take this device, and then you put the device in the baby's hand and kind of make sure that it's clasping the device, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, while it's holding the device, you take one hand, right, and you put it on top of the head, Okay. Put your other hand on the baby's stomach and then just twist the head until it goes 360 degrees. Whoa. And then the baby's going to let out like one long fart and it will never fart again after that. What? Yeah, because they're going to be dead. You don't know that. You're not a doctor. I don't know where this product is. Um, coming from, but I, I don't. You know, know what, sir? That is the greatest pitch I've ever seen for a product. Cool, cool. I'm this glad, is what I'm you need to be doing. You need to be going door to door, baby to baby, selling this product to moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that reminds me. I need to go give this back. Runs away. Hey, hey you! <laughs> Take this back. I don't oh. want it anymore. What the hell, man? It's of no use to me. <laughs> I just dropped my kid on the, on the sidewalk. What the hell? Toss his baby and runs back. Okay. <laughs> All right, sir. Uh, were you about to give me a promotion or like a bonus? I was. I was going to say, right? I will um, promote you to door-to-door salesman from oh. ad executive, which. You know, that's uh, clearly a step up on the ladder. And uh, you will be going... That's like the ladder's direct- kind of lying on the ground. Directly to every house within a 50-yard radius of a uh, preschool slash daycare facility. Uh, 50 per- yards? Performing I really don't that, think that's that... That's performing not a wide that radius. Exact um, product demonstration to as many parents as you can. And I could use their baby for the for the presentation. Yeah, well, you don't want to use a baby because you're trying to sell it to them. Right. Right. You want right. to use a, a baby doll to demonstrate. Otherwise, you know, if they never fart again, there's no reason for them to buy the product. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should leave the baby doll with, with the people. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then... As like a courtesy, since I'm leaving the baby doll, we could give them like a baby doll condom, right? Right. And to make sure it's convenient and a place they, they can see, you can take uh, these 
baby dolls and nail them to the door. Yes. With the baby condom on it. We got it, yeah. I think this is the perfect ad campaign. Yes. Yes, word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. People are going to be talking about this for years. Agreed. I, I... I'm so glad that you and I were able to work out all the bugs and the kinks to this process, like just here face to face inside this target. If this was talked about on a podcast, I think some people might find it unlistenable, but I'm, I'm glad that we were able to have this moment. You're right. This is, um, this is a great moment between us. Yeah. And you know what? There is one thing I would like to ask you. Leans in for a kiss. Me and your, me and my husband really like your vibe. Would you be down to clown? Squeezes my nose. Honk honk. <laughs> Are you down to clown in pound town? Flower in my chest squirts out water. <laughs> and scene. Scene. <laughs> Mesh is here. What's up, Mesh? Hey, what's up? Is, is, is Hi, Pound Mesh. Town where where you uh where you where the where you take the dogs? You know that get you know like stray dogs. They go to Pound, right? The it's pound. actually <laughs> it's actually also the name of this bakery uh, that only makes pound cake. Oh, have you ever heard? Um, there's um the British equivalent to Dollar Tree is Poundland. Oh yeah, I have oh, wow. heard that. Hmm. Hey Brian, I'm gonna take you to Poundland. <laughs> it's also the first time he's ever heard that. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah. But yeah, like a dollar store being a pound store. Yeah. I mean, it's like I can yeah, it's like I can see that being like a like a really like a threat or something. It's like, I'm going to take you to the pound store, buddy. <laughs> well, well, they, can't, they can't call it pound town, right? Or pound world. You're in a world of pound. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's absurd. I mean, that that could be the pound cake, the annual pound cake convention. Right. I, I was also shocked to learn that the Japanese, um, either Chinese or Japanese Disney is called Disney Town. Hmm. I, I don't think it's the Japanese one because I think that one is. To- well, they call it Tokyo Disney something. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the, it might be yeah, Tokyo the... Disney Town. <laughs> the, they so have like, like that really joke nice... in the office. Where Robert California is like so out of touch that he thinks it's Disney Town. You're gonna take your kids to Disney Town, and Jim's like Land or World. You mean, like that's mm-hmm. not a joke anymore. There's a Disney Town. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't watch The Office. I have taste. Oh, I'm sorry. If you had taste, you'd be watching The British Office. Oh, honey. <laughs> Oh, the Disney Town thing is in Shanghai. That's uh, I just looked it up. So. <laughs> Got it. Wow, that information is very important to you. I love that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Tom, what was that thing you were going to say about the British office? 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it's weird that uh, the UK office and the American office are set in the same universe. That yeah. Because the, the pilot episode of the shows is identical. So that means that, like, in the real world, like, two two separate branches of, like, a company, of different companies, had the exact same day. <laughs> like, verbatim. And that's crazy for me to think about, because there's no way that anyone would ever know. <laughs> if they didn't both have documentary crews mm-hmm. covering years of their lives. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I, this is a sharp left turn in the conversation, but I want to I want to take this turn. Uh, I had not written a sketch today. I didn't. I had nothing ready, and then I started uh, typing out an idea for a sketch as you and Trish were doing the first scene, because you gave me nothing to do, and I said I was going to intently listen, but I'm a liar. I'm a filthy liar, Brian. So. This is, I think, a cold read first. Someone wrote a sketch during the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also continued to write it during our Target business meeting sketch. So this is the beautiful, wonderfully written sketch uh, made on cold reads oh, today. Wow. There's two people. Um Yes. Hopefully this works. Tomahawk, could you please cast the sketch? Brian, you are one. Mesh, you are two. I will read uh, the action. Okay. Uh, As always, I am number one. Like like piss. That's that's the one that you stand for. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you laugh too hard, Mesh. You're you're the poop. Anyway. Yeah, because I'm the shit. Right? Yes, V. <laughs> if you uh, want to add the word V in there to make you feel better, then yes. <laughs> yeah, you're the shit. Like all those little Wayne jokes where he keeps saying I'm the shit and, uh, and then a poop joke. Mm-hmm. All right, so we fade in. I'm so sorry for your loss. Shut up. I know you're in pain, but don't push. Please don't push everyone away. Don't talk to me. One looks disappointed. Person two looks into the camera. Before I have my morning coffee. One looks confused. Morning, like M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. One absorbs the moment. Your wife died. Fade out. So yep, that was that was the cold reads first. <laughs> that um was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. I mean, um, I, I feel like I if you kept adding to it, then there would be a, a lot more to it. I feel like that is true in every situation. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's only me. 
you added more to something, there would be more. I, okay, mm-hmm. what I yep. think would be funny is if this guy was like, did you accept a sponsor for your wife's death? Well, here's the thing, Brian. You don't know what's funny. <laughs> okay. Clearly. I've listened to this show before. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm okay. kidding. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, if you said that in earnest, you'd be fucking banned from the show for life. <laughs> I'm I, sure that day's coming. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I just saw that video explaining, like, the history of how uh, Machine Gun Kelly said something very inappropriate about Eminem's, at the time, underage daughter, and as a result got banned from Eminem's radio station. Eminem is a radio station. Yeah, that's um, that's the weird part is that it's about a radio station and like, who cares about a radio station, except for Radio Free Montclair, the show that the only radio station that plays cold reads. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like still cold really cool. Reads. Yeah. No. Um. Right. Eminem has the first nationally broadcasted uncensored hip-hop station. Hmm. So, yeah, if you're really into uncensored hip-hop on the radio, uh, it's 45, shade 45. That's really impressive for a bag of candy. God fucking damn it. (laughs) I will spew hack jokes until I die! (laughs) I'm talking about the rapper. Ew, who eats the wrapper? Mm-hmm. Walked right into that one. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what, you know, spe- speaking of censoring things on the radio, um, I didn't have anything. To, uh, well, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, uh, about, um, you know, I like. I think there's like there, there there's there's a like back when the radio used to, used to be like a thing that mattered. The podcasts of their day, yeah. Oh boo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I you know like uh, uh, I I just feel like there was there, like in the '90s, like talk radio. I mean, talk radio still exists. And podcasts are kind of also in the same space today, but uh, I, feel like I, I think like that in many ways, podcasts have surpassed the reach of talk radio. Has this Probably. podcast surpassed the reach of talk radio? Some talk radio stations, right, that nobody knows about. Mm. My show has not. <laughs> mm. Well, like, what, what, uh, what makes people uh, tune into a podcast these days? You know, like what is the a celebrity? His name is Joe Rogan. <laughs> right. I was going to say mm-hmm. people are huge fans of the sitcom news radio. Yep. Yep. News radio. Is that a new show? I, no, a, no, 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 no. Joe no, no, Rogan no. was on this show in nineties with Dave Foley, Phil Hartman. Okay. That's what I thought. And Andy yeah. Dick. 
Was Bob Odenkirk involved with that? I feel like he was. I feel like my brain's telling me that, but I don't know enough about this to be sure. Uh, hey, Mesh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How old uh, are you? You were talking about talk radio in the 90s, and it made me uh, question a bunch of stuff. Uh, Well, to be honest, I uh, didn't... I, uh, I mean, it's a little... Maybe talk radio in the 90s is a little before my time. Uh, but, okay. but, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about like stuff like like Howard Stern, you know, for example, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, the reach he had back then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian, remember, you're going to be the new Howard Stern. That's the goal. Well, like, okay, so I remember reading about... Uh, there was, or, and I, I listened to the clip of this of like Howard Stern in the '90s. He had uh, a he had he, he would have people call in and stuff, and he had a a serial killer call in, someone claiming to be a serial killer, and they actually uh, uh, they actually explained like how they killed people and this guy, yeah, this guy, like he, yeah, and, and like and like apparently people later on would. Uh, uh, you know, like the FBI and stuff, you know, said that some of the stuff he said kind of lines up with uh, some cases that were happening back then in Louisiana mm-hmm. and some, mis- some missing person cases and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, it was just, it was just interesting. Like the, it was, they had like a, like a almost 20 minute conversation with this guy on the radio who claimed to be a serial killer and just was asking him stuff like, you know, how was your childhood? Did you kill small animals as a child? Do you have any tattoos? You know, like, uh, yeah. uh, and like, it seemed like Howard Stern was trying to get him to show a little bit of his identity, but also knowing he probably wouldn't be able to actually get his identity, but also trying to figure out like why he does it. And I just feel like that, that, that was just some, the kind of thing that happened in the nineties, you know, like people would, like serial killers would call in on the radio and just have a conversation. I mean, I've called into this podcast several times personally. Mm-hmm. You guys just aren't asking right. the right questions. <laughs> Tom, have I'm you ever killed what anyone? The... <laughs> no, no. We got to be My comedy about it. kills everyone. Okay. Tomahawk, uh-huh. what were the events of your life last night? Uh, the events of my life last night. Let me see if I can remember. What happened yesterday? What did you eat for dinner? Tonight or yesterday? Yesterday uh, night. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do not remember yesterday. What because did? you blacked out and something else took over? I wouldn't know because I can't remember it. What's the most recent thing you can remember um, all right, so my, what's the, my, what's the furthest recent thing you can, the furthest recent thing, <laughs> that the is, recent thing just, is just what ha- just happened. I guess that yeah. was a bad question. <laughs> <laughs> we need to define what you mean by furthest and by okay, recent. So, in order so, not, to so like, like, I'm not talking about childhood memories. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about what's the most recent, what's the most, what's the furthest thing in the last couple of days that you can remember <laughs> i remember let's see 
I masturbated yesterday. Mm-hmm. Was that Not a today. Time Not or today. just just kind of all day, just kind of rolling. Oh well, at the time I wasn't staring at the clock. I was looking at something <laughs> else. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't have an exact time for that. Mm-hmm. But it definitely lasted like a while. Not, it was not a short amount of time for sure. So, what, would you say this was this? Uh, what when this happened? Would you say the majority of the day was already over, or was this kind of like a start to the day, or kind of in the middle? Uh, sort sort of in the middle, okay. in the middle towards the end. So you had so your day was punctuated by masturbation, and just right in the middle. Kind of a, yep, like punctuation, right in the middle, right, yeah. like a comma. It was a yeah. comma in my day. It was a comma to your day. <laughs> yep. Do you feel it could have been more of a semicolon, perhaps? Perhaps. Uh, I try not to think about colons when I'm masturbating. Mm. Well, you should be. You know. Look, I'm trying to think. Mesh is the one who's a killer. <laughs> uh. I have I have been questioned uh, by police about being a murderer and being a stalker before. That's a true story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did did you learn anything from that experience? What what was the lesson? Uh, That I'm not allowed to have friends. Mm. Well, you that's seem why like I keep Brian at arm's length. You seem like the kind of guy that has uh, a lot of professional colleague friends. Is that true? People like me. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm charming, is what I've been told. Well, I think you need a job to have professional colleague friends. <laughs> You're one to talk, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I I never claimed that I had, you know, peers. Uh well, you could I mean, uh, you, you you know like back in the day this reminds me of how like back in the day uh people had to physically go to an unemployment office to collect their unemployment checks. Mm. Uh that seems like the best place to rob people at gunpoint. <laughs> Uh, um, to get, Do you, you have get a gun check? Um, I mean, I can point at people and like say, oh, this guy. I mean, if you steal their unemployment check, they would just cancel the check, right? <laughs> like they, or, I, I oh, <laughs> I just remembered something. All right. So speaking of mm-hmm. killing, I had mm-hmm. a dream where I was killed by the, and this is true, the Dr. Michael Morbius. I woke (laughs) up and was like, Brian's going to kill me. (laughs) I, okay, you keep doing improv bits, right, where you enter as, hi, I'm Michael Morbius. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know about Hi, it's me, Dr. Michael Morbius, right? He's so that's that's character. different from being one of Michael Morbius's victims, right? Okay. You're 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 no longer just repeatedly saying, "Hi, it's me, I'm Michael Morbius." Like, 
Oh, we have a new person who I don't think uh, has been uh, with us before. Someone named Lumen. Uh, I just wanted to listen in and see what you guys are up to, what you guys are doing here. Okay, sorry. Um, you can unmute yourself, it's fine. Uh, so, Tomahawk, in this dream, how did Michael Morbius kill you? Did he eat you? Uh, hi, Lumen. Uh, so, my, Michael Morbius was chasing me, and I'm running. I'm running, like, across rooftops over, like, pools and whatnot. And then, You're jumping over them like Daredevil? Of course, yes. My boy, Daredevil. And I turn around, and there he is. And his vampire goblin golem form is Dr. Michael Morbius looking down at at me and he like flashes at me and then all of a sudden I'm just I'm awake and I go oh man can't wait to talk about this on cold reads this was a few nights ago I think so my long term memory isn't great well uh, I mean this this feels more like short term memory but <laughs> like is it is do you think it's a metaphor for this joke consuming and ultimately killing you Maybe. was that uh was that dream what form of punctuation was that dream on that day <laughs> like a question mark? it definitely left me feeling like a question mark at the end but i feel like the dream itself was like you know how those sentences end with like an exclam- exclamation point and then a, then a question mark is like the two of them mm-hmm. together because like it wasn't uh, a nightmare I know an normal that's inter- called an interrobang interrobang yeah. <laughs> yeah well in this context I don't want to say that Morbius interrobanged me I feel like uh, that's, I think that's exactly that what you want a different wanna... picture than what I'm aiming wait, for wait was it Michael Morbius from the comics or Michael Morbius as played by Jared Leto it was Jared Leto in his weird goblin golem form. Was he wearing okay, his Leto so heels? I was not looking was he, at his feet. I don't have a foot <laughs> fetish. Was he telling you about his cult? I don't recall. I'll say yes. And I liked it. I was interested. In the cult? Yes. And it sounded like a spicy cult. They talked about <laughs> Sriracha. How, how would it compare to Scientology? Better. I mean, better than yeah. I mean, any cult sounds better right? than Scientology. I don't know. They kill children. <laughs> which 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 one? Morbius's cult or Scientology? Scientology kills children. Oh. Uh, Jared Leto's cult. He only has sex with children. Wow. I guess that's better. It's, uh, um, it's it, there's an argument to be made. It's a lateral move. Now that I think about it, in a previous scene, I was definitely killing children. So maybe I've yeah. been more with Scientology. Yeah. I feel like a lot of cults eventually get there. They get to the killing children part. You know, like a, you know, if a cult sort of doubles down enough, it, it eventually has to get to the point where they're killing children. Uh, Right. Like the satanic church, the whole thing is that they're an anti-religious organization. So like they actually do a bunch of good stuff. Like they have a billboard that says our religion uh, states 
that you are not allowed to beat children, the satanic mm. church, right? And it's sort of to troll people to say like, oh, the Bible says you should hit your kids. Maybe the Bible's not that great. Yeah, I feel like uh, like from what I know about them, I, I I wouldn't actually classify them as a cult. I guess <laughs> like they're uh, anti-cult, anti-religious organization. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, like a cult, I guess. I think what really defines a cult is where they sort of cut off the members from, like they sort of encourage members to cut off all their ties to all their friends and family outside of the cult. And it's like, we're your family now. And uh, yeah, and that's where it starts. <laughs> uh, and then it just goes downhill from there, usually. Uh, but yeah. See, I always thought that a cult was like, like a movie came out, it didn't do super well, but it kind of gained like a fan base over time. Mm. That's right, what like I Austin thought. Like Powers, Austin Powers bombed in the office, but it made enough money in DVD sales alone to justify a second and third movie. Austin Powers did bomb at the office, but was it the UK office or the American <laughs> office? Which office well, did it bomb at, Brian? <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say, like, in America... It was called The Spy Who Shagged Me, right? But in America, in Britain, shag means fuck, so they had to call it The Spy um, Who Crossed Me or something. It's pretty lame. Wait, what? <laughs> what, what? I mean, okay, so it's considered a a curse or like a like a curse word? I mean, I mean, that's... Well, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, do you want to shag means do you want to fuck? I mean, yeah, but I don't... Yeah, but it has at the, the same, same connotation. Like, <laughs> like if a movie came out and it said the spy who banged me, I feel like that's still marketable in America. Like we know what banged hmm. means. Like yeah, I would assume I, I, shag would have roughly the same connotation as bang in in the UK. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, I, I don't even know if you could have a mainstream like. In America, I don't know if you could have a mainstream movie that that where it's just like, you know, the spy who banged me. <laughs> like, it just, I don't know if that would even work in America now that I think about it. I mean, even though it's like not a curse word, like I'm trying to think if there if there is a movie like that, like a mainstream movie that has a title like that. Oh, um, Daniel Radcliffe was in a film which in Britain is called the F word, but in America it's called friend zoning. Hmm. Friend zoning is an F word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian, uh, am I in your friend zone? I think we're friends. We don't need to put a zone around it. Okay. But like, are we capable of becoming more? I think yeah. Yeah, let's go yeah. Okay, cool. I'm definitely not friend zoning mesh. Oh, okay. There's nothing yeah. between me and mesh, except for a mesh. Yeah, it's a por except for a porous, uh, like uh, sheer fabric-like material. I was gonna say like a metal mesh, like a yeah. like a oh. bug trap door. Oh. <laughs> About to yeah. say, at what point does like a net become mesh? Where's where's the point? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, what's the density of? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Ripping like a hole the, in a net makes less holes. 
That's true. That's true. Hmm. And three rights make a left. <laughs> but three wrongs don't make a right. That's correct. Uh, this is a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, does, I you know what I, I said it. Does anybody have a sketch they want to share? A script. Trish, are you still here? I miss That's her. No. Trish. Yeah. No. Oh. Then what am I is doing she... this for? <laughs> She's connected. Uh. We can ask Lumen how how this rates on the comedy scale. <laughs> we have a, a third party audience member. <laughs> yeah, I still have no idea what you guys are doing here. Uh, <laughs> the next time I will try to join you on time. <laughs> Brian, Brian, give him give him give him the rundown. Right. Uh, this is Cold Reads and Improv and Sketch Comedy Open Mic. Uh, what we do is we share scripted sketches. Uh, we talk about them and go on conversational tangents, and then we improvise bits and sketches based on the tangents so if you you know write comedy sketches in your free time uh, and you have a google doc to share feel free to share it uh if uh if you want to join in on a long form improvised bit that's also fine but like if you want to just listen in that's also fine uh the, this stuff sounds really amazing I'm kind of running related community uh, that is kind of friendly with Uzbear, and we recently started trying to figure out how to uh, write sketches, but uh, I'm still very new at this, and I'm still uh, trying to figure my stuff out. So me and my buddy uh, wrote our first sketch uh, a couple of days ago, but it's only like one page long, and we are brainstorming some ideas. So yeah, I do have stuff to share. Hey, no worries, man. Don't worry about like the length of it. The sketch I just had them read was like what four or five lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I half-heartedly wrote it while I was uh, technically improvising a different scene. So that is skill. That is <laughs> multitasking. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. Granted, it wasn't good enough for Brian, but nothing I ever do is good enough for Brian. <laughs> no, I thought it was perfectly fine. It would be a really great vine. That was what I was aiming for. Mm -hmm. I want to go back in time and, uh, you know, do, do the vine stuff. I never got into vine. Yeah. I tried, but I was like 14, so everything I did sucked. Or, I mean, wait, I, hold on, hold on. You were 14 when vine was around? I think, yeah. I thought you were 14 now. You're blowing my mind, yeah. Brian. The, if anybody's uh, curious, I am 14 years old. I knew it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you yep. delicious. <laughs> what like did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14. Mmm, delicious. That's the weirdest <laughs> response I've ever heard. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> do we do we want him? <laughs> I think, um, oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, he makes it more interesting. Yeah. Like, I guess we know which cult he's a part of. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, cool. uh, Isn't he a part George, of? Michael George Morbius. Uh, you know. What was Dude, it? I love choir boys. <laughs> oh my. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I guess uh, this is a, not a great joke to make in the new group of people. <laughs> oh, You're doing great. There have I been worse that. jokes on Colt Reanderson's <laughs> I think <laughs> that mm, delicious might be the hardest I've laughed on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I want that to be a new serial mascot. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a mad. Like he doesn't. He doesn't. He's totally a mascot who's totally indifferent to eating cereal, but he loves eating kids. So he's like, "Hey, kids, yeah. try the cereal. It's pretty good. It's not as good as you." The cereal's aged fourteen years. Oh, baby, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's why cereal mascots are always jumping out of the bushes. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. This, yeah. this one has an actual reason, oh. motivation. Oh, man. Creepy cereal mascots. If we hear your apartment is raided or something like that, like, we know why. <laughs> They're looking Part of for cereal. I said if we hear his, uh, like his house get raided like by police. Oh. We know why. They're looking for his cereal. Uh, cereal killer. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cereal killer is good. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> uh, open up, Count Chocula. We know you're in there. Open up. Blay. Oh, no. They're at the front door. What? What, what do you want? We uh, we just want to talk to you. Uh, we have a warrant. I, I I do not like I do not like this. This is a, this is a bad thing for me. Please hold. You've been talking to my daughter's voicemail. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna call. All right. Okay. I need help. I need help. Who 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 should I call? Oh, I know. I know. I can't talk to you. I'm going to call my cousin. Beep, 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 beep. Ring, 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 ring. I'm waiting for an answer. Hello. Hello. Michael, Michael Morbius. Hello. <laughs> I, I need your help. It's your, it's your cousin, Count Chocula. I'm, the police are at my door. What, what, what shall I do? Uh, listen, I've, uh, I knew that the scenario was coming. Did you put something terrible in in my flight here, Morbius? I uh, I hid something that might help. You know what it is? What is it? In your closet, uh, there's a shoebox above uh, above the shelf on the top shelf. Okay, in that shell, in that shoebox, there is a serum which will turn you into a horde of bats that can fight any police officer. I'm I'm a vampire. I can turn into a bat. Right, but can you turn into a horde of bats? Enough bats uh, to fully incapacitate an officer? Hmm. I, I might be able to. Can you can you do that without the serum, Michael? I I can because I'm a living vampire. I can I can go in the sunlight and stuff. 
I don't know if I canonically can go into the sunlight. I have to assume I can. Because I have to stock my cereal boxes in the, in the daytime. Hmm. Hey, did you know that there is a cereal called Fruit Brute? <laughs> Brute? Like fruit Brute. It's like a, it's like a werewolf. <laughs> like I know that the oh. big ones of like Count Chocula, then there's the boo bag and then and can then we talk the about this when you are not being rated by the police? I think Ethereus are talking to you about being able to turn into a bat. I feel like I, I'll just turn into a bat, and then when they have read the we raid broke the, down your front, we broke down your front door. If there are any booby traps, if you broke down the front door, why are you knocking? Don't <laughs> gaslight me. <laughs> <laughs> Like we just, we didn't want to be rude. We're just we're just knocking on the door, even though it's on the ground. We're just knocking on it. Just Lying like, to me is rude. You are rude. What do you want? What are you looking for? I'm coming out in the open. Just, Don't shoot. Okay. It won't help you unless you're shooting like sticks from your from the guns. What do you want so, from me? So, oh, okay. Yeah, there, yeah. Wow, your your chin is really that pointy. Wow. That okay. That's, Anyway, um, but again, this is rude. You said you didn't want to be rude, but this wait, is rude. I open the door, and then you uh-huh. immediately comment on my physical appearance. Well, it's just we thought those were drawing, you know, on the cereal boxes. We thought they those were, were just... of me. This is rude. Okay. What do you want? That was a character. Okay. Uh, listen, we're here to talk about the videotapes. Okay. The videotapes. I can't believe that kid- you are talking about my face. You have a Jay Leno chin. You look like Jay Leno. Okay, no, that's. I take that as a compliment. I think he's a, a great comedian, and I oh, respect. And I, and are I, you Jay Leno? I, I like are you cards. doing like an undercover like TV? Is this like a new TV show pilot that you're working on? No, we're here. We're real police. We're real. You know, we're. This is a sting operation. This is this is the first. This is the first big arrest in our new serial mascot division. Okay. You're they, not arresting me. You can't arrest me. The, look, well, we have we have reason to believe that in those videotapes uh, that the, children supposedly eating your cereal, we have we have evidence that that is not cereal. That is not those are not chocolatey puffs and marshmallows in that cereal. That is that is something else. Know anything about that, Count? I, I, to my knowledge, it is cereal and marshmallows. I wouldn't call them chocolatey puffs. I would say that there are pieces of cereal that are brown. Mm-hmm. Well, what else is what else is brown, Mister Chocula? There's lots of things that are brown. Cinnamon is brown. They could be cinnamon mm-hmm. flavored. Right. Look, my name is Chocula. This is Count mm-hmm. Chocula cereal. It does not claim that it is that it is chocolate cereal. If if you think that it's mm-hmm. supposed to be chocolatey, that is on you. You are making assumptions about me and my name. Don't assume things about my product. Bleh. Okay, I, I have, That's I have a vampire sound. Bleh. It. Oh, oh, is that? What does that translate to? Is that just a general discontent kind of a sound, or is? I'm talking through a megaphone, by the way. That's why I sound like this. That is also rude. I'm I'm three feet away from me. I, I, <laughs> you do not need the megaphone. 
Okay. All right. I'll just. If you want to have a conversation, yeah. just talk to mm-hmm. me. Look me in the eye. Okay. Don't stop staring at my chin. Stop staring at it. I it's agree. rude. I'm... You're right, a rude I'm... man. I will call my cousin over here. He yeah. is the Doctor Michael Morbius. Yeah. Do that you want Do you is... want to talk to the Doctor Michael Morbius? Oh man, that let me out of this. Oh, Michael Morbius oh, I'm is sorry, here I forgot too? that I put you on speakerphone. Oh. Yeah, keep me out of this. He's oh. I, I, I've no, I've no stake in the matter. You know that you're American, right, Morbius? Well, this is. <laughs> I know whatever, it's Roberta. Vertigo. Whatever I'm, whatever I'm talking to you, man. I, I just, it just feels weird what I'm not doing. The voice. Again, that uh. is also. It feels like you're making fun of me. This is my natural voice. I'm a vampire. I'm Doctor Dracula, Kanchakula monster. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, well, we we have uh, we pull we pulled your your birth certificate count and uh God. turns out you're not actually from uh Transylvania or any normal place associated with vampires that turns out you're from East Jersey. Is that is that true? I feel like you people just hate that there is anybody from Transylvania. It feels like you're anti trans and I don't like that. Well, you should be more progressive. I, so we we have we have nothing against Transylvanians. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just uh, you know it, it, it's just it, you, you would be considered different uh, di- differently under the law. You know if you were a foreign citizen, uh, but uh, unless these birth records are faked as well, like those other ones. Um, Hey, you know. Yeah. I want you to look into my eyes. Do you see the big, big swirlies in my eyes? You're getting hypnotized by oh, my eyes. I. You do it. Nice. You feel very sweet. Uh-huh. Do you see the swirls uh-huh. of chocolate? Do you see uh-huh. the swirls of marshmallow? Oh. No, it's not chocolate. Really? It's not chocolate. It's it's raw sewage. It's rust. It's uh okay. You're about to do something else. No, it's chocolate. It's delicious chocolate. I must have it. I must have it. I uh And when he comes to, it is three days later. He is in the laboratory of the Doctor Michael Morbius. Uh Oh man, I should have waited for backup. What? Wait, I don't know why I came alone. What are all the glory? Where am I? Where? Who? Chocula? Oh, hey, he's awake. Hey, hey, bud. How are you? Uh, me. Hi. Who's that? Oh, I'm Frank and Barry. You just call me Barry. Oh God! I'm Breaking. I'm friends with it, with old old Chocula boy. I love, I love uh, that man, your your forehead really is that bulbous, huh? It's just like a big, like a wow. It's just okay. Just sticks That's, out. 
Yeah, Chocula said that you like the second you saw him, you you started talking about his chin. Now you you meet me and you start talking about my forehead. That's um, that's really mean. You're a mean person. You're a bad person. I don't. I'm sorry. I just. I take it back. You're not allowed to call me Barry. You have to call me Franken Barry the whole time, the whole thing. Well, I mean, you know, excuse me if I'm being a little rude when I'm I'm strapped to a table in what looks to be some kind of medieval dungeon with a bunch of lab equipment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, you are in a medieval dungeon with lab equipment. However, you are not strapped to a table. It does appear you are strapped to a cha- table, but you can you can get up if you want. Oh. Oh. But see, you're oh. choosing not to. Okay, yeah. Well, That's on you. Then why, why all the leather straps? Why Why so many leather straps? I mean, is let's just say Morbius. They're is not attaching you. Like oh, at the God. moment, but like oh. they could be. Morbius oh, is kinky. My... I... Oh, oh God. Okay, it's one of those dungeons, huh? Yeah, and here comes Michael Morbius right now. Here he is. Hi. Uh, yes. Hello. It's me, Michael Morbius. Hello. Yes. Hi. Okay. It's me, Michael Morbius. Hello. You. You, you might want to fix... modest. It's Doctor Michael Morbius. You, you might want to fix your uh, bathrobe yeah. there as you're coming down the stairs. Oh, like... sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's me, Doctor Michael Morbius, always in a bathrobe. <laughs> well, it's... Did you see the size of his schlong? I did. I did see that for a moment there. That's why I was. Uh... I wasn't sure if he was intentionally. I, I don't like telling the story, but I did once. Crush a bat to death. I did once crush a bat to death with it out of curiosity. Was the bat the bit that was out of curiosity, or was the crush? The bat asked me if I could crush uh, her to death with my penis, and I could. So it was consensual. Well, that sounds like animal cruelty. That sounds like another. I would say it's assisted suicide, which is also illegal, but more accurate. This guy sucks. Oh, is he you awake? You suck. Hey, it's me. I'm Chocolate. Yes, I suck. I'm a vampire. No, Chocolate. Ch- uh, why have you brought me here, you, you fiend? Uh, you want to know why I brought you here? Blay? Do you want to know why I brought you here? Ask me again. Go ahead. I want you to actually look me in the eye and ask me a question. Oh, Go ahead. Do okay. ask me. See if you have the balls to say that one more time. I uh, well, I. I don't You're exactly an idiot. Re- you're an idiot. That. You. Oh. I brought you oh. here because you're a rude. You're a rude person. You're a rude man. And I thought if there is anybody on this planet who could who could make you have some manners, it would be. Dr. Michael Morbius and Frankenberry, or Frankenberry's monster. Hi, that's me. I'm still here. My voice is a little bit different, but it's mostly the same. <laughs> uh. He's he's a, well, he's a nice fella. I love Frankenberry. I just call him Berry. He's my friend. I'm sure uh, Booberry is around here somewhere. He's the, the Booberry ghost. He's probably around here. How, how, how does... Hello, oh. I'm here oh. to hunt you. 
Daddy. Oh. Uh, oh wow! Is that a? Is he a real ghost? I must be imagining. Time to get Time to about the correct manners in which to address about pirates and other creatures. Uh, we prefer to be called uh, creatures of monstrous nature. Uh, it's mm. it's quite quite important to us to be addressed properly. Why? Well, Why? Well, I'm not going to sit here and be lectured by the likes of you about manners because I know what you all are doing. I know that you started all these cereal brands just to get kids into your cult and satisfy your sick fetishes. I know all about it. Something yeah, tells but... me you probably didn't hear it. But if you listen closely, you could hear the sound of me rolling my eyes. Kids are the most worthless people to have in a cult. They're the, they're the worst people. You don't, you don't need to start a cereal brand to get kids in a cult. You just have to be like, hey, do you want to join our club? And they go, yeah. And that's all, that's all, that's all you have to do. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, kids are worthless. There's, they don't uh, have any idea how to control bats with their mind. Exactly. Huh. So you're. So what? 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 Why did you start these cereal brands? You know, what? What was the whole? What was the whole reasoning behind behind it? To make money. What's the reason to sell anything? You're dumb. You're a dumb person, and I don't like you. No, oh, you can't tell me this is a legitimate business. A, a vampire that's obsessed with chocolate. A a pu a monster made from berries a, a, a ghost made from other berries and, uh, and whatever you are Dr. Michael Morbius I don't even know a living are vampire a are you a real doctor though he's a real doctor eh. yeah I went to I went to Harvard medical school He's watched every episode of House. I mean, that guy, he's brilliant. I, I aspire to be him. You're so close. You're getting closer every day. Thank you. But I think uh, it's time we uh, did the thing we talked about. All right. Fine. All right. Are you, are you ready, officer? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. The, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. This is you guys are breaking the law here. This is kidnapping. You're not the you kid. Do this to be. Okay, here we and go. You're here awake. We go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, we oh. are introducing you, officer. You are the first person to ever experience the brand new cereal, Morbius. <laughs> go ahead, oh. give, give it a taste. Go ahead. What All right, here you go. Oh, and instead of, you know, regular cow's milk, you know what it is? Bat's milk. Oh. That's from me. I turned into a bat, and he he milked me. Yep. He has uh, nipples. He has nipples. I can milk him, Fokker. <laughs> I also have nipples, but those were especially relevant to this process. <laughs> well, I, 
I had a nickel for every time somebody claimed. There you go. That. Good. It is it supposed to turn the milk red like that? Is that? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. It's kind of spooky, don't you think? <laughs> I like it's pretty spooky. I feel like red's kind of infringing on my thing. Like, you know, the Frankenberry? Like, it's red's really close to pink. But Shut up, brute. What many people don't understand is that the spookier your food is, the more grateful you, grateful you are to eat it. That is our whole marketing strategy. To spook people into eating our cereal. Well, I I feel like th th this particular bowl of cereal in front of me is crossing a different... Like, I feel like all your other cereals are kind of like... They're kind of very light on the Halloween theme. It's sort of like a fun, kind of a cartoonish thing. But this literally looks like somewhat something, some kind of... Uh, El, like kind of eldritch horror that has come come out from from some kind of other dimension. That's what I feel like I'm looking at here. You're very uh, close. You're very close. If you take a few more bites, you'll meet the ancient eldritch being that this this serial summons. Take a few more bites. Go ahead. All right. You know what? I I want to see where this goes. All right. I'm, Oh God! Uh, ah, hi. Uh, hello, my name's Tomahawk. I'm an ancient eldritch being that predates all known concepts of time and space. Hello. I'm, uh, I'm here. You guys called? You, uh, uh, you, you just look like a normal guy. Are you? You don't know what I look like. Go ahead, try and describe uh, it. Well, okay. I mean, I, to me, you look like a normal guy. But let me. I mean, your head. Wait. Okay. No, I can't. Mm -hmm. Okay, be your hand. No, your hand. No, I can't. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's confusing. Oh, okay. It's like, uh, Not... have you guys seen any of those like, like Dolly many images, where it's just like, computer, I want to see see this picture, and then like it just pulls a bunch of pictures together, and it's kind of janky looking, and if you're not looking at it directly, it looks like the right person, but if you look at it directly, you're like this is a monstrosity, and I hate looking at it. That that's more or less how I look. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I can't, uh, normally I would be commenting on odd features, uh, of, <laughs> of your appearance, but right now I just can't, I'm just, uh, overwhelmed by y your presence, I guess, I, if, but, um, it's been said that I have an incredible stage presence, so that makes sense to me. Tomahawk uh, Eastridge, the ancient elders being who predates all known concepts of time and space. So, how old are you, bud? So me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm thirty-ish. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh. But I mean, are you are you the mascot for this cereal? No, no, no. I'm what Michael the cereal Morbius? like creates. Morbius is the mascot. I'm the end result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
-hmm. So anyone that eats this cereal is going to meet you. If they eat enough bites of it, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I only like half of a bowl, half this bowl, and it was enough to summon you. Uh, I feel like most kids would probably be able to eat at least that much. Uh, it is very bitter, though. Uh, maybe some kids would want a little more sugar in there. That's just the feedback. The more we giving... need more sugar, I'm going to jot that down. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, chocolate. Actually, can you can you jot that down for me? I'm not entirely sure that I know how to read or write. I think these are just scribbles. You got that both. I am writing down that we need to add more sugar to the morbius. Got it. Got it. Thank you, Chocula. Thank you. Hey, Frankenberry. Uh, yeah. You're doing great, bud. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, uh, this is, uh, you know, um, you know, I feel like a lot of kids also would want to have some kind of prize in the box, cereal, you know, just, just spitball in here. Uh, I feel like some people would say that I am the prize. So would that would that be like on the box? It would be like, with every box of Morbios, there's a prize inside, and Eldritch... Probably being... a surprise, because I feel like most people would be surprised that I'm here. <laughs> Like if you were like bought a box of cereal and then like ah suddenly there's just you know somebody in your house because you were eating the cereal you'd be like well this I didn't expect it I'm surprised. Hmm. Uh. I, yeah. It, well. Uh. You know we have we have a. So we yeah we have a vampire. We have. Uh. Frankenberry's monster and we have a ghost. I feel like uh, I know the yeah. exact direction that you're heading mentally. I think I got it. Mm -hmm. You want to try and launch the dark universe, cinematic universe, right? Uh, you want to do like the cinematic universe of universal, I, like monster movies. That, I mean, there's, you know, we have, we have, I think we have the makings of something here. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You know, I'm just, maybe this is the serial talking, but I, I see a, see possibilities uh that's a great know. point though we should ask the cereal hey cereal we haven't you gotten your opinion on all this let's, let's hear what the cereal's got to say oh he's drowning in the milk let me let me scoop scoop him out of the milk uh, uh thank you mm -hmm, i'm mm -hmm. sorry what was the question uh that's a, i don't remember hey what was the question uh, something, something, serial mascot cinematic universe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Answer. serial mascot cinematic universe. That's perfect. I think, uh, that's a billion dollar franchise right there. Cause kids, you know, it's all about the kids, right? And they love, they love serial and movies, uh, and having to follow a whole bunch of complicated character threads <laughs> across several movies, you know? Well, you get them while they're young, and then, you know, they become right. yeah. for life, and that's just that's just money. And then in thirty in. years, uh, we can reboot it. Uh, I don't like that in idea. a way around the cereal. No, we reboot it in a way uh, that makes the core fans mad, and then all the new people are going to be like, you know what? You're a bunch of racists for hating it. So blah, 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 blah. 
It took him so long to sound like he was drowning. Like when I said that I was drowning him, that's when I put him under. But his voice was still as clear as day up until that last bit. Uh, it was like see, a whirlpool around his mouth, or whatever. What... That's that's what's so special about this cereal. It takes a long time to get soggy. Uh, yeah, I think kids will like that. Kids like when the cereal stays crunchy for longer. I love yeah. I love a nice crunch. Yeah, uh, we got the Captain Crunch seal of approval. Some Here's... kids like cereal that has some that has a filling inside. You know. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a bowl of cereal? Uh, I, I've I've had uh, Salvador Dali cereal. Uh, I got a bowl. I got a box of that. Sorry, right here. Do you want a bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one with the little melted clocks and stuff. And yep, uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is my. This used to be my favorite. Before I became a police officer, I wanted to be an artist. But, I, but you know, the art establishment, you know, they, just, they didn't like they didn't like what I had. Uh, I'm gonna have a bowl of this right now. I'm gonna take one big bite of this cereal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, uh, I always, I always liked the, I always liked that that very unique crunch it had. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you want a bite? Go ahead. Yeah. Boo. Oh, you do you want to? You want to? You, you want a bite? Yeah. I just wanted to spook you as you bite on cereal. Oh, okay. So uh, sorry, I was, I was not meant to try to be spooked. And special, special aftertaste. Better is spooky with the spooking, right? Hey, if you say boo again, I promise I'll be spooked. I was not mentally prepared to be spooked then. Boo? Ah! There's <laughs> better. Our studies show that fear adds to the deliciousness of cereal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what they say, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I have to say, I, I you get, you know, I thought you guys were the leaders of a, of of various cults where you were tricking children into eating cereal and then fulfilling your weird sexual desires. But you know what? It turns out you guys are all right. Uh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe the evidence wasn't quite there. Uh, maybe I came in here thinking I would be some big hero. Think I would bust all these cereal mascots that all you know it would be on the news that all these these the kids' heroes would be paraded in front of the television cameras going to court and all that and I would you know I thought it would be good for my career. So, but boss, yeah, that's the ad campaign that I have in mind for the cereal mascots this year. Now that we got the whole like tap that gas thing out of the way, I thought now would be a good time to share it with you while we while we're standing here inside this Target. I thought. Okay. What do you, What do you think? Tell me what you think. I think it's the. I think it's good. You know what I think? I think um, that you've gone crazy with power, right? You made too much money from the tap that gas baby fart chamber, uh, and you're just surrounding yourself with yes men who won't say no to your terrible ideas. 
don't insult our boss. Our boss is brilliant. I love this idea, boss. Oh, look, it's the little angel on my shoulder. <laughs> that little angel on your shoulder. I mean... You're the best, buddy. Thanks, man. I needed that. After the cruel and negative things you just said to me, I, I really needed to hear that. You, you know there's nothing there, right? You're just talking to yourself. And at that line, we pull out and see that he's been standing alone the entire time. <laughs> he's been standing in an empty parking lot. <laughs> he says, looks directly down the camera barrel and says, I know. And the credits roll. And scene. <laughs> this has been uh, Cold Reads, an improv and sketch comedy open mic, uh, streaming live on oozbear.com and uh, radiofreemontclair.org. Um, please support the show by going to zazzle.com slash cold reads. Um, buying the merch. We got iron-on patches. Uh, those are really cool, right? You don't... Uh, you know, you don't need to buy like a whole uh, jacket, hoodie, T-shirt or whatever. You can just uh, find something in your closet or at a thrift store and iron on the patch. That's all you got to do, right? So mm -hmm. it's a great thing. We also have pins and stickers. Um, those are also really cool. Uh, Tomahawk, where can people find you? Hi there. You can find me through my YouTube channel, which is called Tomahawk Presents. I have some comedy uh, sketches as well as some podcasts that are up there. Also, the new season of my podcast called Pitch a Podcast is now uh, audio only. You can find it through uh, Spotify, Apple, all the major podcast platforms. And uh, me and my friends do pitch ideas for podcasts. And then we improvise a silly little scene of each one. I think you'll like it. And now that season two is out, that's a great place to sort of jump in on the fun. You don't need to listen to anything beforehand. Each episode is very self-contained. Right. Mesh, what do you got going on? Uh, there's uh, the Ooze Bear Saturday jams on oozebear.com, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Uh, and there's also the Monday jams, uh, which I sometimes host. 7 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. All right. Uh, Lumen. Yeah, I, I'm just happy to uh, join you guys and to learn how to improv with you. Just, I, I'm really amazed at how many uh, really cool and funny ideas you have just invented on the spot. So I just wanna, yeah. I just wanted to participate in this and see if I can get better at this. All right. The best way uh, to support the show is to spread the word. Tell everyone you know about oozebear.com. Uh, put up posters, right? Take down, if you see like a telephone pole with a lost dog poster, take it down and put up a flyer for oozebear.com. Right? Ooh, 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 make the flyer say lost podcast. Like, and let the people know like how to contact you. So uh. if they find the podcast, they can message you. And is there a reward? <laughs> is there a reward? It, yeah, if Brian, found, is there a reward? If they find your podcast. Uh, if you find the podcast, you get to come on as a guest and promote whatever you want. 
Oh, Brian, I just remembered something else I wanna I wanna plug. Can I plug it? Go ahead. Okay, so I would like to uh, plug the movie Morbius. It's not good. It's bad. I paid actual American money to see it, and it's really bad. Why did you? You saw it in theaters? I did, yeah. The second time or the first time? The first time. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the early Morb heads. I was an early adopter. Uh, okay. Well, it just hasn't caught on yet. It's, it's, we're still waiting. Still waiting. It's just not appreciated in our time. 500 years right, from now, right. people will be looking at it like Mona, Mona Lisa. So maybe that's the only yeah. thing that will be left after our civilization. Did, 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 you, did, you did you just say Morba Lisa? I just say Mona Lisa, but yours is... Look, <laughs> you know, my favorite rapper is Tupac Shamorb. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I want, I want a framed image of the Morba Lisa. <laughs> I want it more than anything. Hey Brian, can you get I mean, that made for your merch store? Uh yeah, tell you what, let's go on Dolly Mini. I, I feel like it. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like the hair matches up pretty well. Uh, yeah, I feel like you can make it work. <laughs> yeah, that's uh I love yeah, us that, being I mean, able to derail the end of the show. Yeah, I'm sure an AI would be able to... Uh... Okay, you know what? Since the show has been going on for two hours now, I think uh, this is a great time to end it. If I successfully get the Mona Lisa, but it's Morbius, uh, up, it's going to be in the Discord. Check out the Uzbear Discord. Um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know where that is. It's on Uzbear.com. So uh, thank you, everyone for coming. Uh, this is a great show. Please come next week. You're all invited back. Wow. Um, except for you, Mar- Morbius. You're not coming back ever. <laughs> uh, and to end the show, I would just like to say, uh, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I mean it, you know, totally, sincerely,